listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. And to Scottsdale we go to say good morning to Tracy. Tracy, welcome to Mark and Neanderthal's Middle School. We're going to get you enrolled. Three questions, get two out of three correct, then you graduate. Okay, great. So, Tracy, here's what we'll do. We'll talk about marijuana. All right, since it's fully legal here in Arizona now. Yay. Um, we're going to try and figure out which states in which marijuana is still fully illegal. For instance, in one of these states, pot is still fully illegal. They don't even have medicinal marijuana. Is it Pretoria, Alabama, or Wisconsin? Uh, let's go with A. Pretoria? Yeah. Um. No, it's it's fully legal there, I guess. No, but it'd be great if you could point to it on a map, please. <laughs> uh, that is that is incorrect. Um, which of these three states is the only one where pot is still fully illegal? Is it Wyoming, Oklahoma, or New Mexico? Wyoming. That is correct. Yes. Nice job. Wow. All right. Same question. Which state? Has fully illegal marijuana. No medicinal, no recreational. Is it Pretoria, North Carolina, or Michigan? North Carolina? That is correct also. You nailed it. Yep. Um, after a, an Fantastic interesting start. comeback, yeah. 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 Um, all right. Well, well, Tracy, hang on. we got to get you a, uh, a prize. And, um all right, and just by, by the way, you realize that Clitoria is not a state, right? Yes, that's why I said it because I thought you that was like the answer because it doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, you're well, it's an interesting you're doing point. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice. All right, yeah, you I guess you find? could be right. Yeah, she did. Went, she did go with the existential answer. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. Let's give I'm her a sweep then. I'm gonna yeah. give her the sweep. Yeah, clean sweep. Yeah. All yeah. right. I like your argument. You're All a lot right. of spunk. <laughs> hang, hang on, Tracy. I figure, you know, after yesterday, we didn't we went the entire day not recognizing International Women's Day because everyone <laughs> needs a day, and on every other day, women are clearly unimportant. So, on and the day after International Women's Day, yes, we will recognize Tracy's spunk and stick to itiveness to get the sweep. Yes, and uh, she's yeah. No, I'm glad I asked her actually, so yeah. she could explain that. And I'm technically she was right. I. Uh, I feel better now. Yeah. Uh, by the way, <laughs> quick quick question. How many states in the union are still fully illegal marijuana? How many states are there, you think? Uh, four. Six. Oh. Yeah. All right. Chipping can away. You, can you name them? Uh, no, because there's just a map here without the names on the states, so uh, no. You can't, uh, Oh, really? You have a map with no, you can't name the states because see. it's not written on them? Well, not some of them I can. Um, let's see. <laughs> South Carolina. Okay. South Carolina. This looks like, I think it's Mississippi. Uh, in, yeah. Is it just east of Louisiana? Tennessee is one of them. Uh, no, it's just, uh, y- yes, it's just east of Louisiana That's and just west of Georgia. Yeah, that okay. would be Mississippi. And Tennessee's right above that. Yeah. Okay. Kansas, I'm guessing, is here in the middle. And Idaho and Wyoming are the northwest ones. Okay. Yeah, Kansas makes sense because it's Kansas. I think, I think it's Kansas. If there's ever, uh, having lived in Kansas, if there's ever a place where you would need marijuana to be legal just to stomach living there, that's the uh, place. Without getting fully into this, but could you look at an, a map and name all 50 states? Uh, probably. It would take me a second, but probably. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Not bad. No, that's impressive. I couldn't, I couldn't do that. All right. 
you talk about uh, the new Coming to America? Yesterday? Hell yeah, I did. Did you? Okay. Hell yeah. You watched the whole thing? Yep. I got through about 10 minutes of it. What do you mean? <laughs> you shut it off? It's terrible. It was not terrible. It was terrible. Well, this is coming from a guy who, who, who extols the virtues of a movie he doesn't even understand. What? Train to Busan. Train to Busan is awesome. Train to Busan's a zombie movie. You're going to put a zombie movie against an American treasure? Yes. Like Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy's a, an American treasure in some movies. In some movies, he's not. This is one of them. I, I just, I don't know, it just seemed completely, completely forced and pointless to me. Well, yeah. It's, Next. it's coming to America. What did you expect? Citizen Kane 2? No, I expected something I could enjoy. I hoped for something well, I could enjoy, yeah, the yeah. like the first one. Yeah, some people actually watch the entire movie before deciding it sucks. I know. Yeah. Like, who has that much time? <laughs> well, what did you have to do? You were on you were on heavy sedation. If anything, the movie should have been that much better for you. <laughs> I was already in pain. I didn't want to increase it. So. Yeah. Uh, I won't give away any spoilers for those that haven't already seen the movie. But, yeah, it uh, it premiered on Friday on Amazon Prime. Uh, I surreptitiously acquired a password to use for just the two-hour period of that mm-hmm, movie mm-hmm. and then returned the password never to be used or, or entered again. Um, I will tell you, you know, much like the very first Coming to America, um, which was panned by critics, mm-hmm. uh, but then 30 years later has gone on to become a very beloved cult movie. I think Coming to America 2 could have that feel because it it's it's essentially the same movie. Yeah, maybe I'll go back and check it out. It's I don't know. It, I mean, you know, there's some uh, here's the thing. There are some moments in the movie. Uh, there's a very quick moment with James Earl Jones in the beginning that I think is, is out, you know, laugh out loud hilarious that I laughed at. Um, I think Wesley Snipes has great chemistry with Eddie Murphy. This is the second movie I've seen them together in. Uh, the first one being My Name is Dolomite. And, and, and Wesley Snipes, he's coming back. He's got one of those guys that's going to have yeah. a second career. Yeah. Because uh, he's, he's very likable in this movie. Very funny. I do like that they pretty much brought everybody back. I saw Louis Anderson in yes, there. Yes. Uh, who was a minor player in the first one. Uh, did they bring Samuel L. Jackson back? Uh, no. I don't think wow. I remember seeing that. But there were some other cameos that were. Because he was the burglar. The, yeah. the, I mean, the, they, use, the, the, they, use a, they use a flashback clip of okay. him. Okay. You All know right. what I mean? They use a flashback clip of him. Because if there's anybody... Who you expect in to, to see in every single movie. It's Samuel right. L. Jackson, and then uh, he's not in this. One of the three, uh, two biggest, certainly two biggest stars that were in Coming to America, one that don't show up in Coming to America 2, Samuel L. Jackson, okay. Cuba Gooding Jr. All right. You know, those are the two. Uh, Eric LaSalle didn't make, a, didn't make an appearance either. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no Eric LaSalle. Now that's a surprise, actually. Yeah. So it was, yeah, because what else does he have to do these days? You don't see him in, in much, so yeah. 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 So, but it was, look, I, it, was it good? No. Uh, was it bad? No. It was it was 90 minutes of my time right. that I won't get back, but I don't feel like it was wasted. It was good. It was a Friday afternoon. I had nothing better to do. Maybe Eric LaSalle was overseeing the Soul Glow Empire. Well, fun fact, Soul Glow, that song, appears twice in the movie. Kids, can you find it? <laughs> By the way, I, I have to admit, I, I didn't take yesterday off because I was recovering from a dental procedure. I, uh, I was actually in a brawl at Bath and Body Works in Scottsdale <laughs> and hitting the face with a jar of Nivea. Yeah, so, that will uh, happen, yeah. <laughs> but your skin looks fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. I appreciate that. It did get all over the place. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, no, I was uh, – <laughs> here is um, – so on Friday I went in, and this was a an extensive procedure. I won't get too far into it. I, I'm going to say what it is. Mark doesn't have enough 
gum tissue. He has a bad tooth to gum ratio. A bad tooth to gum ratio. So this is a surgery that is, I guess, not very common, and yet more common than we thought because when well, we I, brought it up, a lot of people were like, yeah, I've had that done. I mentioned that to the periodontist. He, he's like a specialized dentist. I mentioned that to him, and he goes, I, I said, you know, a lot of people called in and emailed in after we were talking about it on Friday. He goes, yeah. Not a subject that comes up too often. Yeah, but it's weird when it did come up more than it, it's like one of those embarrassing subjects that, <laughs> that people, nobody really wants to talk no. about it, like shingles. Nobody really wants to talk about <laughs> it. And then you find out, you know, like like seven out of every nine friends of yours have. Them. Right. Yeah. Right. Something okay. like that. So when I left, I made the stupid move of forgetting to fill my prescriptions that they had sent me prior to this to the procedure. So I had to stop at the pharmacy afterward. But okay. So as I'm leaving, he goes, oh, hang on a second. He goes, you guys still got to go to the pharmacy? And I said, yeah. He goes, hey, you should have had that done. He goes, but hey, let me give you another shot. Going to get you over the hump. And he puts another shot of Novocaine oh, into my gums. Oh, I hate that. But the good news is at that point, you can't feel oh, the I shot of Novocaine feel anymore. I a thing. Yeah. Um, this, I, so I, I went into the car outside. I'm getting ready to drive home. I'm like, let me just record myself speaking because I had no control over my face. This is the uh, the best I can do speaking. <laughs> my mouth is completely screwed up. I can't tell if I have my mouth open or closed. It's a little painful, too. Yeah, it's I, you a know, little painful, too, is that last line there. I, I couldn't tell. This is embarrassing. Lucky I was not out in public. I was drooling because you don't know if you got your mouth open sure, or closed and yeah. you don't know what the hell's going on. And and you're, to, and you're drooling a little. There's a little bit of blood in your drool. No, no. It, it, luckily, this uh, guy did a great job because Tied I you all up, that. did he? Uh, as far as I know, yeah. they're still in there, yeah. those knots and stuff. So, yeah, it was weird. So I had to go to the pharmacy, and that was ridiculous. You know, I'm, like, sure, I'm sure. I'm <laughs> sure. You get to the pharmacy, you go to the table, and the, guy, the guy's like, uh, is this a prescription for you? What do you think, you jerk off? <laughs> look at me. Look like I just got punched in the face. Look like, do I look like I've been in Bath and Body Works? Yeah, no, it's, uh, that it's had to obviously hurt. for me. So, uh, But I'm back. You know, I'm still a little bit messed up. But yeah, I can, it's I can not speak. Almost normally. Almost. Here we go. Oh, it's Corona. Coronavirus. Worse than music from Billy Ray Cyrus. All right, so let's keep you updated. Keep you chuckling. Hopefully, it's a Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with with jokes. All righty, then. Uh, uplifting news out of the CDC. Guidelines have been released for fully vaccinated Americans. That doesn't include either of us here in the studio. We have not been fully vaccinated. Nor are we American. Nor. Wait. Wait, what? But fully vaccinated Americans can now safely visit other vaccinated people. Did they need to tell us this? <laughs> really? If you're vaccinated and they're vaccinated, feel free to hang out. And yep. I guess you don't have to wear your mask anymore. I guess that's the way they're saying it. So... In any event, that's what's happening. Also, small groups of unvaccinated people in some circumstances. So if, like, you're vaccinated, fully vaccinated, right. and your house is not, you can go home to be amongst your family, which is yeah. bad news. <laughs> that's fine. All right. I love it. Hey, Mark. Yeah. What is uh, a doctor who specializes in Adam's apples called? What is a doctor who specializes in Adam's apples called? A gynecologist. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) 
So uh, let's call out zip code 85009. All right. That's All not right. too far from here. Well, very few people. In fact, per capita in the state, that is the least vaccinated zip code right now. Ah, we're close to it, aren't we? Uh, you know, it's weird. It's not as close as you'd think, but it's only 18.8% of the more than 51,000 residents in that zip code who are eligible to be vaccinated who have even gotten their first shot. Yikes. Very surprising. Very much so. That zip code goes from uh, 19th Avenue to 35th Avenue and Thomas Road to the Salt River. So it's not as close as you'd think. Oh, all right. To our zip code. But thought it was closer because yeah. we're in 85008. Yes. So you can drive through that zip code and just, you know, feel free to judge. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you, uh, did you hear that my uh, my penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records? Uh, I did not hear that your penis was in the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, I'm not allowed in the library anymore. So the TSA says traveling is up. Over the last five days, they've been the busiest air travel days since the holidays. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. Five and a half million people, 5.6 million, have flown over the past five days. So now the question is, will there be a spike? You know, uh, that can be related to that because they can usually trace a lot of that stuff back. Airplanes have done a good job of keeping things pretty clean. I would say so. Yeah. By the way, you've heard about uh, the big brouhaha, what's going on in England now, right? What? And, you know, the whole thing with the queen and 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 the the races and the royal family. and and Harry and Meghan. Meghan. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, uh, there's some positive news out of England, though. Uh, Rumor has it Lance is becoming a very popular baby name again. I guess back in old England, um, men were named Lance a lot. Yeah. That is your Mark and Neanderthal coronavirus update with jokes. jokes. All right. Hi, this is Israel. It's time for Tamite Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking time out for Spanish. On the phone, we have Brad from Scottsdale, and he is going to try and win a DVD copy of the new PBS series Jekyll and Hyde. Critically acclaimed writer Charlie Higson transforms the classic story Jekyll and Hyde into a new good versus evil tale in this stylish fantasy starring Tom Bateman and Richard E. Grant, available now at Walmart. Are you ready to go, Brad? Yes, sir. All right, Brad, here comes your Spanish phrase. El dinero no puede comprarte felicidad, pero puede comprarte una comida feliz. Did you hear that? One more time. Sure. El dinero no puede comprarte felicidad, pero puede comprarte una comida feliz. All right, Brad, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, life is like a bird. It's pretty cute till it poops on your head. (laughs) B, I'm skeptical of anyone who tells me they do yoga every day. That's a bit of a stretch. Or C, money can't buy you happiness, but it can buy you a happy meal. Which one is it? C. It is C. Congratulations. Well done, Brad. You have won in Time Out for Spanish. All right. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal.
So did you watch any of the uh, the Oprah no, just special the, the other just, night? I've just seen a couple of clips. Yeah. I've, seen, couple, I've seen about I'm, 10 I'm minutes of it. Yeah. Um, Harry and Meghan. Meghan, Harry. Um, yeah, it's just I never understood the fascination with it. Yeah, uh, I, I think. From, from, I mean, I can understand it if you're British. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't understand. I guess it's the princess story. You know, the, the, the you know, it's like the, the fairy tale story of, you know, because the only royals we give a rat's ass about are the weird ones. We care about Charles and Diana because she was a commoner and ended up into the royal family. And we care about Harry and Meghan because she's an American and she's in the royal family. But the royal family is massive. It's thousands of years old. It's yeah. inbred by generation <laughs> after generation after generation. No, it is. Well, I mean, you know, well the thing is, is, they marry cousins and they marry, it's all arranged marriages and, and who cares? Well, think about it. What you, what you see these situations where like with, with, uh, Diana and, uh, and Meghan Markle now, you know, they enter this family and they're viewed as commoners or, yeah. or beneath the family. Well, how else? You know, how are you going to find a peer to marry? There aren't met many royal families. You'd have to marry somebody from within the family, right? That's, no, and that's how so, it's been for generations. Yeah. So it's so weird. If can you name can you name other royal families anywhere on the planet that have married commoners or, in, or like people that go outside? No, it's well, the, it's the, a the, society of inbreds. The royal family of Monaco, right? Didn't the guy marry Grace Kelly? Yeah, how'd that work out? Uh, okay. I don't know. No. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she did. I mean, well, you know, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, she would have, would have died anyway, but, um, I mean, it's just, I, it's I don't know weird, much about any of them other than that. Yeah. It's a weird subsection of, of mankind that we are somehow drawn to, uh, when they open the doors and they allow a stranger in. Yeah. It's like going into a, into a, a restaurant you've never been to before. So uh, the other night, I, I mean, I just, I watched it for just a second. What I noticed, like Meghan Markle was talking about, you know, the possible racism and this and that, yeah. and you know, the family trying to keep her down and squelch her. Right. And if you listen, you can hear some Somebody kind of trying to keep her down. When the perception and the reality are two very different things and you're being judged on the perception, but you're living the reality of it, mm-hmm. there's a complete misalignment and there's no way to explain that to people. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> were you silent or were you silenced? The latter. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> Everyone in my world was given very clear directive to always say no comment. Shut up, Meg. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what the that. that's what you're hearing from uh, from Oprah. From Oprah, no, <laughs> no, Oprah would never say that. Oprah's a, a kind and caring person. She is and powerful enough to have us both wiped off the face of the earth <laughs> exactly. within seconds, which is she could have a laser. Yep. Um, but no, I, I, I look. She's uh, it, it, <laughs> every family is dysfunctional. Every family is dysfunctional. Every. You know what? And you, when you're that famous, well-known, and your paths are already charted for you, yeah. it's only going to make things more dysfunctional. Yeah, and I mean, let's not bring up the fact that Harry's not even Charles's kid. Well, that's what some say. I don't know. That's an interesting little, little yeah. scandal he slash was, rumor, isn't well, it? Well, he was never going to be king anyway because... Um, His brother's because, in front of him. Because William, William's in front of him, yeah. and then William has three kids. And I think yeah. they're next in line to the throne, too. So he doesn't... Yeah. And actually, Prince Charles would actually be the, the first in he's line, the but he's already abdicated to his son, William. Yes. So William what? will be the king of England. Why do I know that? I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, for two guys who don't care much about the royal family. <laughs> Let's move on. Yes, shall we? yes. How about that football game? Oh, that's, that's good stuff. Is, huh? Isn't going to be played until September. I think the Bears are going to have a great <laughs> team this I'm year. I'm not sure what's going on with that. <laughs> Thank you.
Um, some weird stuff going on. How about the uh, the Diamondbacks game the other day? Was that Sunday? Uh, it was Sunday, yeah. With the, with gee- the, the, the geese out the out in the uh, outfield, yeah. The two geese. That was it. Was uh, it's really weird. Every season during spring training baseball, something weird happens. Yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something like like well, a couple of years ago we had the bees. Remember the it was they, they were the Africanized honeybees yeah. were, were swarming a Attacking lot of different stadiums. Players, yeah. uh, I believe it was it in a preseason game that Randy Johnson exploded the bird? I think it was preseason. Yeah, it was yeah. a preseason game where he did where he threw a pitch and the bird exploded. So now this past Sunday, uh D backs and I think it was the Cubs. Uh D backs and Cubs were playing. And then uh I guess there was a domestic dispute that was being acted out by foul in the outfield. Yeah, two geese. And two geese went at each other. I, and, and it was, it made, look, some people say spring training baseball is boring. Yeah, no, not in situations like I would, that. I would say not. Well, what happened was security came over and said, listen, if you guys want to fight, go to Bath and Body Works in Scottsdale, okay? <laughs> that's where, that's where fights are supposed to take place. Well, when did, when did the Bath and Body Works fight happen? Because the timeline is important here. Maybe <laughs> they were outside Bath and Body Works, saw what was going on there, yeah. and much like MMA fans that are yeah. in a bar after watching two guys get all pumped up. Yeah, get yeah, all pumped yeah, up and yeah. decided they wanted to go and act it out. Yeah. The Bath and Body Works thing is bizarre. Uh, um, you know, you know, they, listen. Listen, I just want you to know that the first rule of Fight Club is that Fight Club takes place at Bath and Body Works Apparently, yeah, in Scottsdale. Yeah. Yeah. I would say wow. this. You know, toughest people involved in that fight were the employees of Bath and Body Works. I had no idea that, you know, yeah. wrestling training was part of their thing. Well, if you go on the application on their website where it says help wanted, MMA yeah. experiences preferred. Yeah, yes, obviously. You know, in a manager. You know, yeah. The sad part about it is this. In this situation... I suspect, and maybe I'm wrong on this, I suspect those Bath and Body Works employees will be terminated. It's for, possible. For, for maintaining I, contact with a customer. I would have to you know, assume. there's going to be lawsuits. I'd and, have to assume that's frowned upon. Yeah, like, I, it, I would think so, yeah. If, if two customers are fighting, the probably, probably the policy is call security, call Man, police, I, whatever you do. I but. was a bouncer for the Hard Rock Cafe, and they told us don't put your hands on people if you can yeah. avoid it. So, yeah. You know what In I mean? So people are drinking, yeah. they tell you that. So, so you I can can't imagine, imagine yeah. what, what's going to happen um, there. I mean, the, the lawsuits and the... <laughs> The goofiness with it, and again, Scottsdale seems to be the place. I mean, uh, downtown Scottsdale on a weekend, a lot of lot of bro fights happening there. It's crazy. It, it's just weird footage. Um, okay, I'll try one more here. To compete, Bed Bath and Beyond <laughs> is changing their name to Bed Bath and Beyond Thunderdome. Oh, beautiful, <laughs> Bed Bath and Body Slams. <laughs> <laughs> it's unfortunate. Yeah. Uh, you know what? If you do get a job there, they train you. You spend like a month or two months in the. <laughs> Go ahead. Bath and Body Works dojo before they put, before they put you out onto the floor. Yes, so. I can see that. Yeah. Um, bed, bed, Bath, and Black Belt. <laughs> we have $600 up for grabs in the 30-second song challenge around 7.30. Meanwhile, let's get your Mark and Interpol dumbass of the day going. Okay. So this past weekend, 24-year-old Natasha Mansell was at the Fox Bar in East Nashville, Tennessee. Oh, right. Yep. And despite having quite a few drinks, Natasha decided to drive off after she left there. It was a very bad idea. About a mile after she left, Natasha was looking at her phone. So there's another strike against her driving ability. And she drove her car off the road into a ditch. Uh, She wasn't hurt, but the car was stuck. Right. So Natasha called a friend of hers, 30-year-old Melville Arndt. That's a name? Yes, it is. That sounds like something you'd hear somebody from Tennessee say. You know what? Melville Arndt. Yeah. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a pretty good fisherman. Melville Arndt. Nope. <laughs> that sounds like, I've lived in Memphis. That sounds like yeah. a phrase that somebody yep. would say. Melville Arndt. 
She called her friend, 30-year-old Melville Arndt, to see if he would come and help her out. And Melville's a good buddy. He he agreed, and he hopped in his truck. Uh-huh. And, and that was also a bad idea because Melville had also been at the Fox Bar in East Nashville. In fact, he was still there. So he was there even longer. Yeah. Even longer than Natasha had been there. And he was a little more drunk than Natasha. Sure, yeah. So, in fact, Melville only made things worse because as he arrived on the scene where Natasha was, he was so drunk, he slammed into Natasha's car. Melville is. <laughs> Melville, Melville aren't a good driver. Melville aren't. I'm a no. good driver. Melville aren't. Yeah, and wouldn't you know it, police... Uh, or somebody noticed they called police and they arrived shortly after. Natasha admitted to having two drinks. Yes, it's always two. Yep. Why is it always two? Melville had <laughs> a couple of beers. Of course, two. Yeah, that's it's, what they told police. It's always two. You're, you, folks, stop using two. Yep. Two doesn't work. No, and uh, <laughs> yeah, when you have two drinks like Natasha did, you don't blow a point one seven nine Unless they're awesome drinks. Yes, and, and Melville, two beers does not have to not add up to a point one nine one. Both more than twice over the legal limit. Unless you, unless those guys weigh like six pounds each, that's right. impossible. Yeah, and if they did that, they wouldn't be able to see over their wheels. That's a good point. Right. Yeah. One story: two dumbasses, Natasha and Melville, the Mark and the Paul dumbasses of the day. Hey, this is Jake the Snake Roberts, and man, that was a beautiful story you just told. It was sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson, the best prices and largest selection on pre-owned Harleys. In the Valley at ArrowheadHarley.com. Thanks for all the very nice emails and phone calls uh, welcoming me back. I was only gone for one day, but I, I did have a rough day on Friday with that periodontic procedure to to restore some of my gum line. I'm and not going to. That's gonna, what it was. It's, I, I, I feel pretty sexy when I talk about that. So. I was just going to say, I'm not going to lie to you, though, Mark. I feel like you're not really happy to be back because, and, or maybe I'm just not funny today or any day um, because, you you know, you're not smiling today. Your upper lip, well, it's, it's almost like you're, you're a chick. got to be careful. It's almost like yeah. you're a chick from Scottsdale that had a lot of Botox done and that lip's not working. Yeah. Not working for you anymore. I got to be careful how wide I smile because I still got sutures in there and stuff. Well, so. good thing this show isn't funny at all because I know. there won't be any chance of that happening. Listen, they I'll tell you what, when they were doing it on Friday, usually I'm asleep at that time anyway. It was like yeah. noon when they're doing the procedure. So no, I, was, I get I was, that. I was beat anyway, but they put so much Novocaine in or whatever they use now. I was so numb. This guy's working away. He's like doing stuff for like five minutes and I go, have you started yet? <laughs> he was like, Oh yeah, he goes. This is, and this is this is gross. He goes. We're doing the most tedious part now. I'm just releasing the tissue. What does that mean? I didn't ask. I was like, should I ask? I what mean, that I, is, or do I even want to know? And I'm like, no, I don't want to know. This is going to hurt enough anyway. I know you what know, that after, means. You know, so I don't don't even tell. Yeah, me, I know what it I'm, means. I'm I just sure I just gross. looked it up. Yeah, no, you don't want to know what it means. It, w- it was weird you're, because you're having breakfast. No, you don't want to know what it means. I actually fell asleep a couple of times while they were doing this. Yeah, like I said, because I'm usually sleeping that time. At one point, I woke up. I lifted my head a little bit. And there was the do- there was the doctor and his assistant. They were working, and there was some other person standing in the corner. Yeah, she was on the far side of the room, just standing in the corner. She was icing your kidneys that she was on, <laughs> in the cooler that they had just that they harvested. Had that they had just harvested. Yeah, uh, you know, it's <laughs> you talk about the the the, the, the numbing medication thing. Oh Have my you? God. Do you? You don't even know. Oh, no, it's, you're not numb anymore, so you can no. feel everything now. Yeah. Uh, but you don't even know. Like, last time I went to the dentist, they did. They had to pull a, a, a wisdom tooth. You know, I had one of those impacted mm-hmm. wisdom tooth. So they had to pull that out there. Um, they don't tell you the first time that it happens not to chew your cheek. 
But like when you're, no. when, you, when you're all numb in your mouth and you don't realize you're doing it and you're opening and closing your mouth, you don't realize you got cheek in there and, you, and yeah. you're just grinding it up like hamburger. I've done it. Yeah. 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 When, you're, when you come home from the dentist and you're all numb, you can't oh, feel worse. that. No. And yeah, I know I've taken a huge chunk out of my cheek. One time when I was yeah. like a teenager, I learned not to do that. They put a note in my, uh, my dental file last time, I guess, because I went and then when I came back, they looked and it did look like you know, it was ugly in my mouth. So they said, uh, just a reminder, don't chew your cheek. I'm like, what are you, my mother? <laughs> and they were like, no, we just saw what happened last time. So they must have put a little note in my dental thing that says, uh-huh. hey, tell patients when they have Novocaine or Zytocaine or whatever they're using. Yep. Um, you know, not to not to bite down. Did they tell you that? Did they tell you not to bite anything or eat anything? Uh, I'm not allowed to bite anything with my front teeth for probably a couple of weeks. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, no. You, you, didn't you notice I'm eating a banana over here with a fork? No. you. Well, I didn't see the fork. <laughs> yeah, you always eat bananas, so I didn't know. I know, but I, I can't bite it with my front teeth, so I just slice a little piece off, and then I kind of get one of those. Get move one of those, it to the back. Those battery-operated bullets in here. You know, the things that you put the... You put oh, the, the, for a pro- protein yeah, shake. Yeah, yeah, yeah I got, got one of those at home. Yeah, I've, I've been living on protein shakes all yeah. weekend. Yeah. That and Lipton soup, so, yeah. yeah. Are big time in me? <laughs> so let us get into the uh, Mark and Paul Big Three at Nine, our top sound clips of the day. And uh, you want to start off locally? Sure. All right, then. So Sunday... This is Diamondbacks and Cubs, I think, right? Yeah. Um, yeah Diamondbacks Sol- and Sol- Cubs. River Field, yeah. Are playing. And, uh, you know, spring training games can be kind of slow. But yeah. sometimes during the game, you have a pair of geese <laughs> not only sitting in the outfield, but also fighting with each other. Yeah. Pigeons, we go to San Francisco or back when we traveled and, you know, the seagulls and the whole thing. This is new for us. This is next level stuff. Yeah, we saw some uh, Canada geese flying over before the game, but uh, I didn't know they had tickets for the game. I would <laughs> like to commend <laughs> the goose on this. See, that they can go at you if you're not careful. Ouch. Mouthful of feathers there. <laughs> and this is, this is, I guess that literally is goose down. You know, sports guys trying to make it up. You know. <laughs> I don't know if geese are normally aggressive or not, but yeah. those two were going at it. Yeah, they are. Are they are like good. turkeys? They can yeah. be real jerks. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and swans. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They're very territorial. Yep. So, yeah, that didn't work out so good for them. <laughs> so stupid. You know, hey, look. Spring training. They're all getting in training, too. The thing is, I guess they're they're allegedly flying back from the south. Like, Canadian geese are going back. They're going up to Vancouver. They're like, they're literally snowbirds. I guess. Yeah. 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 They're literally going back because springtime is starting to spring up there. I was just going to mention, uh, it's it's more of a visual, but whenever they're talking, you can actually see the goose uh, almost attacking one of the outfielders. Yeah. It's, well, yeah. It's yeah. pretty... Uh, <laughs> Very territorial. It's pretty hairy yeah. up there. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, actually, actually trying to get the guy play more to the left because he's a pull hitter up. You know what uh, this whole experience was? What? Foul! Okay, then. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, everybody's talking about the... Uh, the interview on Sunday night with Meghan Markle and Prince Harry mm-hmm, with yes. Oprah. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, she made these claims, and, and Harry did also, I guess, of you know some racism within the royal family because Meghan Markle is of mixed race. Yeah. And so there was some concern, allegedly, as to how dark the babies would be. And Meghan Markle's father has weighed in. I don't think the British uh, royal family are... Uh or uh, racist uh, at all. I don't think the British are racist. This thing about uh, what color will the baby be or how dark will the baby be, 
Uh, I'm guessing and hoping it's just a dumb question from somebody. Yeah, I, I'm, I wonder if they're sitting in Buckingham Palace going, God, it would be an awful, awful inconvenient if James Markle found us to be racist. God, I hope that's not the case. How you does know, he know if they're racist or not? He doesn't know them. He doesn't know them. Uh, by the way, and, uh, this is a potentially un... This could get us in trouble if I ask this question. If you were in a, in a mixed-race marriage... Wouldn't it be a normal question to ask if the baby's going to look more like the father or the mother? Yeah, I guess. And I think that would be a typical thing that somebody might think about, not worry necessarily or yeah, be concerned I, about or or do anything about. But I, I don't know that it would be a... I don't know that it, there's you a... You always ne- wonder what your kid's going to look like. I don't think it's a nefarious question necessarily to have that conversation between the parents, I think. Right. I think parents always have that conversation. Well, it's going to look like you. It's going to look like your father, yeah. your mother, what color eyes, that kind of a deal. Other people asking that question would be out of place. I would think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I yeah. think that's where the foul lies yeah. in there. And then, again, if it uh, if it goes beyond that... And, you know, he, he mentioned also, he goes, I don't think the British are racist. Listen, we're all racist in, to some degree. You know, I would, ra- racism is a little bit like bad breath. We all have it. Yeah. It's just a matter of how much. The reality is you can't celebrate equality and diversity in the same sentence. It just doesn't happen. We are different. We we celebrate. That makes us different. We are different skin tones. We're different heights. We have different hair, different eyes. We're just different. It's okay to point that out. Wait, it's not necessarily wait. evil. Mark, you, you just said the British have bad breath? <laughs> Isn't that a racial stereotype right there? No. no, it's, no it's a dental oh. stereotype. He's an anti-dentite. Oh. <laughs> Everybody. Has bad breath. Everybody has bad yep, breath. Yep. But we have diverse types of bad breath. Yes, exactly. so yes. I'm for diversity within bad breath. Yeah, I think there's a difference between good old-fashioned American bad breath and that limey bad breath over there. <laughs> All right, so. That's why we fought the war. It was the tea. That's the tea right. stay in their teeth and yep. bad gave us bad yep. breath. A lot of people don't know that. So our third clip today has to do with, this is crazy. Um, I think this is in San Diego in the zoo. Um, some of the primates are being vaccinated. What? Nine apes at the San Diego Zoo recently became the first non-humans to receive the coronavirus vaccine, which is pretty amazing. How'd they figure out the website? <laughs> That's right. Nine apes at the San Diego Zoo recently received the coronavirus vaccine. So I guess they can come over now. Well, according to the CDC, they can. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, as long as you're vaccinated. The amazing part was they did it at one of those drive through locations. <laughs> I didn't know they could drive. <laughs> Here's the thing. I, I imagine it's only a matter of time before somebody gets real mad because a primate got the vaccine it before, before other people, right? It is a little weird. I mean, you can socially distance those apes because they, they're captive. Well, you would think so. <laughs> the hard truth of it. You would think so, but I would like to bring back a name from the not-so-recent past, Harambe. Yeah. Well, just saying. A different cause there. Too Man. soon. Man. Really? Too soon? <laughs> That's the big three at nine. We'll lay another three on you tomorrow morning here at KSLX. Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you... Ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. 
Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 smart bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 special edition smart bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 